0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Creative Conversations. My name's Eleanor and I'm with my co-host Matthew.
1: Hello everyone.
0: And today I'm talking about differences of opinion.
1: Okay, differences of
0: opinion. Well, let me explain. I'm currently rereading one of my favourite books, uh, 48 Laws of Power. And Law 9 is Win Through Your Actions, Never Through Argument. And I think it's got an application to when we're dealing with clients or customers, but also to social media or life in general.
1: Uh, co-workers as well. Yes. Yeah.
0: So my point was, and the point of the actual Law 9, is to demonstrate, do not ex eps, explicate. So instead of explaining your argument or getting into an argument, uh, your actions speak speak louder than words.
1: Yeah, the the thing is, we all know the the well. There's the saying, isn't there, that uh, someone convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. So, huh. trying to persuade someone or convince someone, um, or trying to win an argument, often is is completely counterproductive. It doesn't work. You end up often both entrenched and and in even falling out with each other.
0: Yeah, and even if sometimes you do change someone's opinion, it's often for a short while because they they may well be invested in their position. Yeah, but
1: I mean, you can also have the situation where they say, okay, I'll do it because they feel that perhaps there's a power dynamic. So they're being forced to do something that they don't really agree with because you haven't sufficiently persuaded them.
0: Mm. And that brings me nicely on to when sometimes you get... Uh, a creative, in particular, gets uh, feedback on their work. So, if you're an artist or a web designer or even a copywriter, and you you get, uh, say, client feedback that you feel uh, you're you're in the right, they're not.
1: Yeah, perhaps they don't understand exactly why you've done something.
0: But then that's uh, that's for us or the copy the copywriter, if you like, to explain when you're doing it perhaps why you've done
1: that yeah true but also there's a subjective element Mm -hmm, to anything creative um, as opposed to an objective and also I guess sometimes people are invested personally in something so they won't no matter how much you try and persuade them there might be some underlying reason why they don't understand or want to go along with it
0: yeah and then you could can become entrenched and that's that's something you don't want to be as your clients I see a lot of copywriters uh, in various groups uh, you know say about this what do I do when you know I've given what I believe to be perfect bit of copy but the client then tweaks it and Sometimes change the meaning, the flow, the feel. Sometimes even put mistakes in it. And sometimes you do have to just let it go. As long as you've pointed out, uh, mm. as a professional, you've pointed out the areas uh, which are hotspots. Th- that's really all you can do. You can't force somebody to if, change. If
1: the client is happy with the work that you've done and they've changed, then uh, they're the client. And you should, to some extent, unless there's something glaringly wrong... Um, be happy with that
0: you have to go with it so i guess the message here certainly for me is you know sometimes you can't hurt you can't, ha- you can't ha- let that ego get carried away as a creative which
1: yeah and and we're not um infallible either no. we make mistakes so we have to be reflective of, of ourselves and just double check that we're not putting our egos and making mistakes as well
0: yeah i love that that's so true nobody's infallible and it's the same with social media posts isn't it if you see people getting online and getting into a good old uh facebook fight or you know that kind of thing yeah
1: the the thing with social media is it tends to encourage extremes of behavior that you wouldn't use if you were sort of dealing with someone In real life,
0: yeah, keyboard warriors.
1: You become a keyboard warrior. You also tend to want approval, and so you sometimes go for likes. And you're often more likely to get a like if you um, take a more extreme position,
0: or if you're a virtual virtue signal. Virtue signal, That's a big one. Yeah, so that's a really interesting one. My, I mean, I try my hardest not to get into any. Uh, I, I haven't been, Disputes. I haven't, yeah, I, I haven't been successful. Ballot in the past, I must say, but now I, I avoid them because there's no point. No, that's right. Yeah, and it can um, it, the damage can be extreme or irreparable, really, in in some cases. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And also for a business, the way you uh, communicate online it reflects your brand as well, so you do have to be be careful.
1: Yeah, people look to see how you respond Mm. to often clearly antagonistic
0: displays
1: and if you deal with them diplomatically or intelligently or even funnily cleverly Mm -hmm. I think you're quite good at that actually (laughs) particularly on LinkedIn oh
0: yeah, yeah 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 so I mean it is whereas in the past I probably did let my emotions Take control and go, ah, but now I know it, what. What is the point? There's, there's no point. At all.
1: Sometimes when you're a bit angry, do you have a, a strategy then, or do you just
0: sort of? I sit on my hands.
1: Just sit <laughs> on your hands. You don't go off and go go. Yeah, I, come I just, I, just
0: I, I try to reflect, or you know, just break state because then when you really think about it, you think, actually, what's the big deal? Yeah, it's no big yeah, deal, exactly, is it? Yeah. So yeah, that that's really interesting. So. Really, it's about don't take things personally.
1: So listen, going back to your to your book, mm-hmm. um is there a story or something that uh, is in that that oh, re- some, relates to this?
0: There's some really, really good ones. I like the one about Christopher uh, Wren when he was um, asked to build uh, the town hall. London, so the, the, the just
1: for those that don't know, uh, Christopher Wren was probably the finest architect that Britain has ever um scene. produced yep. yeah yep. seen.
0: T- t- terribly clever chap
1: well he, he did he did he created st paul's cathedral exactly. didn't he? he designed he was the architect
0: exactly but uh he so he was building the um a hall and the mayor at the time wasn't really that happy with it he was a bit nervous about it and asked him to build um some more pillars because he was afraid that the floor was going to break through or something. Obviously Christopher Wren knew that 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 wasn't going to happen, but instead of arguing the toss, so to speak, he built the pillars. But it wasn't until years later um, when some workmen were on a high scaffold and they saw that the the columns actually stopped short of the ceiling. They were actually dummies. So they
1: weren't doing what they were.
0: looked like they were doing. but the point is that both men got what they wanted. Uh, The mayor you know, was happy with the job. And Ren knew that, you know, posterity would prove him right.
1: Good story. And I think on that point, time to to (laughs) wrap it up.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that's love. Peace and great copy from us. Goodbye. Bye.